Welcome to Prima's 2022 podcast series. My name is Shonda Ragland. I am the Senior Director of Education at Prima. On this Prima podcast, Brett Carruthers will discuss cyber challenges in K-12 public schools. Brett is the Senior Vice President and Director of Risk Management at Wright Public Entity. We will also be joined by Prima's Education Coordinator, Taekwon Gilbert. Taekwon will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Brett. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, it's my pleasure. Look forward to our, our discussion on the, the podcast today. Sounds good. So what challenges are you seeing in the cyber market? Right now, we're seeing in the public entity landscape, we're seeing a few things here. We're seeing some of the insurers that were in the market have left the marketplace. As we look at that, I think some of those insurers as they got into the market, uh, I don't think they fully realized the breadth of the exposure and the potential for loss. So we're seeing some carriers leave the market, and what that's doing is it's you know it's creating challenges for uh, those in the public sector. What is driving these challenges? There's a couple of things driving this. As we look at the part of the space that I I lived in which is the public K-12 space. And when you look at that space, this is a space that a lot of the hackers and those in the cyber community consider the soft targets. They believe that it's a, a, you know, the targets there are highly vulnerable. And they base that on, well, okay, it's public entity, it's public school districts, they have limited budgets. In a lot of cases, they believe that they might have less robust defenses. Those pieces, you know, with the less robust defenses, we don't see that with the schools that are in our program. They're able to access IT services through a host of providers within the state here in New York, within the BOCES components. So they're able to have pretty robust defenses, but it's still... You know, one wrong click can certainly lead to a lot of headaches with that. What can K-12 public schools do to overcome these challenges? I think there's a couple of things that they need to do. I mean, one of the things that is they look at where the insurers writing in this space of what they're looking for. They're looking for, obviously, they, they want best in class. Now, not everybody is going to be best in class. But as they look at stricter underwriting requirements, as they look at potential coverage limitations, one of the biggest things that, you know, a couple, two of the biggest things they can do is they really need to take a look at, okay, what do we have in place? What works? And where do we need to improve? You know, different carriers, and I know we we have tools that we, we provide for our our members in our program where they can sit and look at the fences and and, and get an idea of, okay, we have these items in place. Here's some other items we we need to do. And it allows them to prioritize, allows them to budget, uh, and allows them to, you know, move forward and make smart investments within their districts. We provide, you know, some of these tools, I mean, these tools we provide to the folks in our program, we provide these at no cost. You know, they can go, I mean, others, you know, and other tools, I mean, they can have cyber assessments done, but they really need to 
talk to their current carriers and, and see what services are available to them for, for them then and then, you know, build from that standpoint. The other thing they need to do that's very important is they, they need to engage the different stakeholders within their districts. You know, you have so many different moving parts in the schools. You have so many different stakeholders. And, and coming out of the pandemic where, you know, coming out of two years where a lot of people really flew by the seat of their pants, I mean, some of the controls were loosened. You know, they need now to, you know, they need to go back and reassess these. They need to engage in, and we'll talk a little bit more about policies that are really critical in a few minutes in our discussion. But they need to go back and do these things, tighten a little bit up, prioritize where they need to go so they can get the most uh, bang for their investment money. What training should K-12 public schools have their staff complete? Well, when they look at training, I think... The first off, they need to see if there's any legislation within their state uh, which requires uh, any formal training. In New York State, as part of the state education department's education law, uh, 2D, there's required annual training for school district employees, you know, around, you know, protecting PII, making sure that they're aware of you know, different cyber defenses so that they don't inadvertently do something that could cause a breach. Uh, it's very important that they have training on what are strong passwords. How do you create strong passwords? How do you not duplicate passwords? That along with doing training to help them recognize phishing emails and also spear phishing attempts. You know, the one thing that We've seen over the course of the, you know, the last 30 months is those that are, are out there fishing have gotten a lot better. You look at the fishing emails that are being sent. Some of these organizations, they, they put an awful lot of thought into it, and they make some of these look extremely realistic. I think another prudent thing to do is not only providing training with the malware recognition, with the phishing recognition, the spear phishing, but periodically to test the individuals. You know, send them emails that, you know, are phishing attempts or spear phishing attempts to see if they click on, if they take the bait and click on them or not. And if they do, then, you know, create an opportunity where maybe they have to go back and take some remedial training or they do something else to help reinforce the weaknesses. Because it's, you know, a lot of this comes down to one wrong click and you get the message that nobody wants to get. And that's your data has been encrypted. Please send X Bitcoin to. You know, that's the message none of us want to see. What risk management steps can K through 12 public schools incorporate to improve cyber protection? Well, one of the things we're seeing in with the carriers that we're working with is you do not have multi-factor authentication in place on remote access, email for your staff email, privileged accounts, backups. You're going to have a difficult time securing coverage. So multi-factor authentication has become the standard. Now, one of, you know, along with that, what's very important is to have some good a board of education policies in place, have a strong, acceptable use policy. 
have a, a, a solid policy on strong passwords, a change schedule, and a repeat schedule within that, laying out access control, who can access what, and tightening policies for downloads, who can download what information, what permissions are required to be able to do that. I mean, that was one of the areas is you went through the pandemic, you know, and everybody was, you know, jumping to hybrid when they were jumping to remote and really scrambling for how they were going to deliver education to their students. Uh, a lot of stuff got downloaded and, you know, they, they, you know, there was a little bit of loss of control there with things. Some other things, endpoint protection is critical, malware protection, ensuring your you know, that they have firewalls, uh, that the firewalls, you know, do what they need to do from that standpoint. Encrypting PII. I mean, the, the, any PII needs to be encrypted while in storage and also while it's in transit. Software patching. Very critical that you know, if there are software patches, if there's updates, that any you know, the, the, these different organizations, these school districts keep that current. Same thing with ensuring that their systems are properly configured. Now, one other very simple tool, which is very important when it comes to firewalls, and that is to look at the addresses of different countries which can get through the firewall. We recommend on our end North America. U.S., Canada. Obviously, in school community, there's a lot of different education programs. These programs study different countries. So there also needs to be with that, you know, a, or a procedure where if, you know, a teacher is doing a unit on France or they're doing an, a unit on Italy or uh, Mexico, that they're are ways that they can have the website access open for a certain window, you know, for those countries. So that our students can do research and that they can, you know, make that educational experience, you know, they can just round it out for, for their students. And those are fairly easy uh, things to do. One other item that we feel is very critical is, you know, with their backups. They need to have regular backups. And the point with backups that's very, very important is it's kind of like, you know, if you look at the Titanic, Titanic didn't have enough lifeboats. And when we look at, you know, backups, you know, there's a couple parallels there. What exactly is being backed up? Where is it stored? How long is it kept? What media is it kept on? But the most important question is, does it work? And the corollary to that is, will it work? So it's very important at different points to take this backup data and test it, you know, to make sure that before, you know, you get those magic words and you're scrambling, that you know that the backup data you have is going to work as you restore uh, equipment. So those are some things that are really critical and really important for people to do. We have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks to our speaker and all of our listeners. Please visit the Prima website to hear other Prima podcasts, view Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about other Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. 
Have an amazing day.